Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for March 6, 2023. So I'm teaching a series on the miracles of Jesus. The Lord told me on New Year's Eve, heading into this year, to start the year with a series on the miracles of Jesus. Why? I believe that he wants you to believe again. I believe that he wants you to get your faith up. I want you, I believe that he wants you to be stirred up. A reminder, as we're going through miracle after miracle after miracle, I believe that this is a season where the Father wants you to believe in his power again, to be reminded that there's nothing God can't do. Put in the chat, there's nothing God can't do. To be reminded that the supernatural power of God is made available to you. So today we're looking at a miracle. This is part 38 of the series of a deaf man who could not speak. It was a deaf man and he had a speech impediment. And the title of today's message is God will find creative ways to bless you. Put in the chat, God will find creative ways to bless me. We serve a God who will go out of his way and get creative in in ways to bless you. Get ready to receive the word. God will find creative ways to bless you. Amen. So as we're getting into this, let me just share real quick. So Nikita Maddox, my friend, who I call my cousin Nikita, it's her anniversary. So please put in the chat, happy anniversary to Nikita. Happy anniversary, Nikita, to you uh, and to Vonzel. We are a Grace Life family, so we're here one for another. Let's talk about it now. So before I get into the miracle, let's look at Psalms 126 and verse 4. The Bible says, now, Lord... Do it again. Say, do it again. Now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to the form of glory. May streams of your refreshing, I believe that this is a season of refreshing and restoring for us. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until every dry heart is drenched again. This is a season where dry areas are going to be drenched again. Whatever went dry in your life from the pandemic till now, whatever went dry in your life through difficult challenges and seasons, whatever area of your life just got dry in this season is going to be drenched again. Say, Lord, do it again. So let's talk about this miracle now. So we're in uh, Mark chapter seven, and let me read for you verses 31 through 37 from the Passion Translation. This is what the Bible says. After this, Jesus left the coastland of Tyre and came through Sidon on his way to Lake Galilee over into the regions of Syria. Some people brought to him a deaf man with a severe speech impediment. They pleaded with Jesus to place his hands on the man and heal the man. Hey, Jesus, lay hands on this man. So Jesus took him away from the crowd to a private spot. And then he stuck his fingers into the man's ears and took some saliva, some spit from his own tongue and told the man, uh, uh, uh. the man he sticks his tongue out. Jesus took spit from his own tongue and put it on the, man, the man's tongue. And then Jesus gazed up into heaven and sighed deeply and spoke to the man's ears and his tongue and said, which in Aramaic means open up now, be open. And at once the man's ears were open and he could hear perfectly and his tongue was open or untied. It was tied and it became untied and he began to speak normally. Then Jesus ordered everyone to keep this miracle secret. But of course, 
they went and told people even more and the news spread. And then the people who, the people were, the Bible says were absolutely beside themselves. They were astonished, like beyond measure. They began to declare everything that this man does is wonderful. He makes even the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. This man makes even the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. So what does this mean for you today? What does this mean? Like you're like, Rick, okay, deaf and mute and all of that, but that dude, you don't understand. I have a lot on my calendar for this week or deaf and mute too. You don't understand. Like I'm facing something. I got you. Calm down. I got you. The word of God applies to everyone. You ready? All right. I have a few things to share with you. Five things I believe. Here's number one. As I get into these, I need you to open up your heart to receive. You ready? Here we go. Number one, God loves you so much that God will go out of his way to bless you. We serve a God. Put in the chat, say, God will go out of his way to bless me. God will go out of his way. So let me let me teach for a minute. After Jesus healed the Syrophoenician woman, uh, basically her daughter, remember that situation? He delivered her daughter. And, and so he traveled, the Bible says, from Tyre through Sidon, and he came to Decapolis. Decapolis is known as a, an area of 10 cities. And so he came to this area of 10 cities in the area of Syria, in which that's where the miracle for today was, was found. In Luke chapter five, we discussed a paralyzed man who could not get to Jesus. So the paralyzed man was born of four. Four of the, the paralyzed man's friends carried him to Jesus. Now the man was paralyzed, but he was like, hey man, I need my breakthrough. I just can't walk. And since he couldn't walk, then his friends carried him to Jesus. And when they couldn't get in the house, they, they carried him up onto the roof and they tore a, a hole into the roof and lowered him down. You remember that? All right. So this man was different. He was deaf. He couldn't hear. And he could barely speak. He had a speech impediment. And really, I'm sure that it was tied. His inability to speak was tied to his inability to hear because it's hard for you to pronounce something if you can't hear, right? And so, so there, the text says, that some people, it doesn't say that it was his friends or anything, but some people brought him to Jesus and they begged Jesus to lay hands on the man. Now, I'm not going to talk about laying hands today, but for whatever reason, there are Christians today who don't believe in the, in the laying on of hands. When we call for the altar, call and say, hey, if you know, whatever, you need prayer, you're sick, whatever, come up here and we lay hands on people. People say, ah, that's not necessary. They don't believe in the laying on of hands. I don't know what Bible you're reading, but anyway, there's biblical precedent for that. And the Bible does tell us to call for the elders of the church that they may anoint you with oil and lay hands on the sick. And the Bible says the prayer of uh, the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. But anyway, they said, Jesus, would you lay hands on this man? So Jesus was like, okay, here's the thing though. God is always looking for your faith. Say, God is always looking for my faith. God, uh, God does everything that he does by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. But God is looking for faith from us. The reason why I brought up the guy that was paralyzed, because Jesus saw their faith. He saw the faith of the four friends, and he saw the faith of the man who was paralyzed. They went through all of that. Jesus saw their faith. In this case, the Bible doesn't say Jesus saw their faith at all. There were just some people that brought him and said, would you lay hands on this man? So Jesus took the man away from everybody. And so he gets him off one-on-one. -on -one. Why? I believe that Jesus is like, okay, this man can't hear. And you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So he can't hear. So I can't just talk to him and get him to, you know, build up his faith. Hmm. This man can't talk. And so I can't get him to speak the language of faith. And so Jesus got him off 
into a situation where now his friends were no longer there or whoever brought him. So you could say he was in, bad, in a bad situation. He couldn't hear the word. And he couldn't speak the word. So Jesus was like, okay, what do I do? Oh, let me deal with him in a way that he can deal, that he can understand. And so he still had some senses that were working. The man could see, right? Okay, 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 I got you. The man could see. And so since the man could see, he was like, let me work with that. The man could feel, okay, let me work with that. So Jesus is like, okay, nobody's around. It's just me and you. Let me get you to build up your faith. You can't hear, okay? Hmm. All right, watch this. So he takes his, his fingers and puts it in the man's ears. So he's like, okay, now, obviously, I'm trying to do something to your ears. The man's like, oh, yeah, 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 I want that. I want that. I want that. Okay. Now you can't talk. Uh, um, so Jesus goes, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> the guy goes, huh? and Jesus takes saliva, come on, he takes spit from his own tongue, puts it on the man's tongue, grabs the tongue, and so now, so he's like, oh, okay, I got it. So you trying to do something to my ears, and you trying to do, oh, come on, man, Jesus, Jesus is bad, Jesus is a bad dude, y'all. God will go out of his way to bless you. He's like, God, I can't hear, oh, you want to do my hearing, okay, I got you. I can't talk, oh, you want to do my tongue. I got you. I got you. And so the man builds up his faith. Jesus does his thing. Jesus calls out this word that means be open. And boom, just like that, the man's ears boop, were open and he could hear perfectly, the Bible says. And the man's tongue that was tied was untied. And now he could talk just like that. I serve, we serve a God, y'all, that will go out of his way to bless you. I'm talking, this is some good stuff, y'all. Here's number two. Jesus will meet you where you are but he won't leave you where you are. Come on, put this in the chat. Say, God will meet me where I am, but he loves me too much to leave me where I am. God loves you just the way you are, but God loves you so much that he's not gonna leave you there. God will meet you where you are, but he will not leave you where you are. I love it that Jesus met this deaf man. Jesus met this mute man right where he was. Jesus took him off to the side so he could have his undivided attention. Jesus dealt with, well, you can't hear and you can't speak, but you can see and you can touch. Oh, you can feel, right? And since you can see and you can feel, since your sight is working, since your touch is working, then I'm going to deal with those senses. I'm talking about God. God will work with whatever you got. God, listen, you always got something left. Put it in the chat. Say, I always have something left. I don't care what you have left. I don't care. You say, Rick, you don't understand. Like, like my marriage is at the brink of, of divorce. Like, you don't understand. Like, like, like all we have is leftovers. Come on, man. God can deal with your leftovers. God, 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 put your leftovers in God's hands. I don't care what you have. You always have something left. Whatever you have left. This man has some senses that were not working, but he had two senses that were working, and Jesus will work with that. We serve a God that will work with whatever you got to take you where, to where he wants you to be. This is a good God. Say amen to that. So I love it. I love the way that Jesus dealt with him. I love the way that he got him to build up his faith. I love the way Jesus, and then watch this. I love the way that once he got him ready, he was like, mm? he was like, oh, and then he was like, he's like, okay, I got it. And once he was ready, Jesus opened up his mouth and said some stuff that the man couldn't hear. But Jesus wasn't talking to the man. Jesus was talking to the spirit realm. Be open. And Jesus talked to the spirit realm to manifest a healing in the man. And just like that, his ears were open. And just like that, his tongue was loose. And the man came with two issues and he got two breakthroughs. The man came, it wasn't, I love it. I love it. God, it wasn't like God said, well, I'm going to heal one and not the other. We serve a God that loves us so much. Come on, man. Put in the chat, God loves me. 
put in the chat, God loves me. God loves me and I know it. God loves you so much that God, watch this. It's not like God said, well, I'm, I, ooh, two miracles. Ooh, I don't know about two. I, I can give you one. Like, I, no, she's like, there's nothing I can't do. Come on now. God loves us so much that he will, he will shower us. He will give us more than we ask for. God will go out of his way. He wants us healed, healthy, blessed, and prosperous. Put this in the chat. Say, God wants me healed, healthy, blessed, and prosperous in every area of my life. Say that again. God wants me healed, healthy, blessed, and prosperous in every area of my life. Oh, Brother Pena, are you preaching some type of prosperity gospel? Listen, I don't know. I don't know what the prosperity gospel is, but what I do know is that God wants me healed, healthy, blessed, and prosperous. What I do know is that God was not going to leave this man with a halfway blessing. What I do know is that Jesus got this man, took him off to the side, and said, let me meet you. Listen, you have two things that are going on, and I'm going to meet both of these things, and I, I, I'm telling you, I'm a, the, the power of God will be manifested in your life today. The man was brought to Jesus without the ability to hear and without the ability to speak. And he left hearing and he left speaking just like that. And that's the God that we serve. Say amen to that. Here's number three. Number three, just because it is strange, it doesn't mean that it's not from God. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Let me talk about this. That just because it is strange, it does not mean that it's not from God. Just because, listen, people criticize what they do not understand. So just because something is strange, it does not mean that it is not from God. Jesus put his fingers in the guy's ears, right? It, it, people say to them, oh, don't take all that. Then, oh, then Jesus goes, <laughs> and the guy takes his tongue out. And Jesus takes spit from his own tongue and puts it on the man's tongue. He grabs his tongue and then said, come on, man. People today will be like, ooh. Cuckoo. That's a little bit crazy. It don't take all that. Listen, but it worked. No matter how strange it was, it worked. Sometimes God will lead you to do strange things and you must do them even at the risk of looking foolish in order to get your breakthrough. Why? Because God's ways are not our ways. God's thoughts are not our thoughts. So the, when, when God tells you to do something, you have to do it. Put, put in the chat, whatever God tells me to do, I will do it. It doesn't matter how strange it looks doesn't matter how strange it seems. God's methods, or let me slow down on this point. God's methods may seem unorthodox because God literally is by definition unorthodox. He's not from this world. So by definition, he's unorthodox. Jesus said we are in this world, but not of this world. So if I am in this world, but I'm not of this world, then yes, I'm going to seem a little bit strange. I'm, listen, I know that, and I know, like I know that, that there's people that are Rick Pena fans, but I also know that there's people that say, mm, Rick, is, that dude is a little bit, a little bit different, a little bit different. I'm okay with that. Like you got to be okay. Jesus walked around in sync with heaven, even though it made him seem a little bit out of sync with the people down here in this world. You got to be willing to be okay with, with a, you got to be like, what do you want? Do, would you rather be a man pleaser or a God pleaser? When you please God, sometimes you will seem unorthodox because God is unorthodox. Remember, the Holy Spirit is not from this world. So he will lead you to do things that people don't understand. God will tell you to do things that people just don't understand. My, my, uh, my sister and I really got close as uh, the reason why we got closer was because God led me to do so many things that they thought was crazy. But then every time it worked, she was like, I don't know. Look, I'm tired of questioning this thing. She was like, I, 
I believe you. Like, how do I hear from God like you hear from God? You know what I'm saying? Like, finally, she got to the point where it's like, I, I'm tired of questioning you because every time we question you, every time we think you crazy, and then at the end, it works out, and we're all baffled. So how is it that you hear from God? I remember I was talking to my, uh, uh, my this guy's married, uh, uh, actually, my mother's cousin, first cousin. Uh, I was talking to him, and I kept saying, the Lord says, the Lord says, but in Spanish, is el señor. El señor me dice, el señor me dice, el señor me dice. He was like, well, how do I meet this señor God? Because you keep talking about this God that's talked to you. How is it that you hear from God? Listen, people, will, when you are led by the Holy Spirit, you, you will do things that are unorthodox because God is unorthodox. But this is why I, I've told you many times that I believe that miracles are not that common in the United States, whereas they are more common in other places because desperation is the breeding ground of miracles. Listen, some people in the U.S. are not open to do crazy things because they're just not that desperate. They're too comfortable. This man was willing to do anything because he needed a breakthrough. When, you are, when you're desperate, you will do whatever God tells you to do at the risk of looking foolish, no matter how uncomfortable it makes you seem, when you are when you need something from God, you are willing to do whatever he tells you to do. And our God has creative ways. Put this in the chat. Say, God gets creative when it comes to blessing me. God has creative ways. God will go out of his way to bless you. And let me put, let's put ourselves in Jesus' shoes for a minute before I move on to point number four. Let's put ourselves in Jesus' shoes. What if God tells you to do something as crazy as this? What if God tells you to do something that's a little bit strange? What are you going to do? I remember um, um, there's a guy named Rennie McLean. And I remember Rennie McLean was in, um, in Miami. And he was, there was a guy who couldn't speak. And, and the Lord led him to, to grab his tongue. And, and I remember um, when, when he grabbed his tongue, uh, and, and, the guy, and the Lord did use him to loosen the man's tongue. But when he grabbed his tongue... Um, People was like, what the heck is he doing? And, and, and even someone mentioned him afterwards, you should have used a napkin or something like that. Like, like, cause why? Because the world's ways is like, ooh, don't be doing that. That's nasty. Like, you know, like you should have used a napkin. Obviously you're not thinking like God in that moment. Jesus is not like, Hey, does anybody have a napkin? Let me not, not get some, you see what I'm saying? Like God's ways are above our ways. God's thoughts are above our thoughts. And when God leads you to do something, you have to do it, even if it doesn't make any sense down here in this world. God is spiritual, not sensual. Say amen to that. All right, number four, let me move on. I could, I could labor there, but I need to move on. You ready? Number four. We serve a God who will break cultural norms to bless one of his children. In this story, let me highlight one more thing. Not only was it crazy for Jesus to stick the, his fingers in the man's ears and then grab the man's tongue and put spit from his own mouth on the man's tongue, but the fact that Jesus was even dealing with a man that was, so anybody that was, that has some type of physical malady or anybody who was, who, who had some type of sickness or illness this way, or something was wrong with them, they were considered unclean. So the fact that Jesus was touching him, even if Jesus touched his shoulder, Jesus would be considered unclean under the ceremonial laws of the Jewish culture. And Je Jesus was willing to do whatever he had to do. Jesus will break cultural norms and go out of his way to bless you. That's the kind of God we serve. Say amen to that. All right, number five, last point for today. When I got to this point, this is like an evangelism point, and this is something we got to be reminded of from time to time. And I'm, I'm going to give the, you this point within the context of this miracle. Number five, put this in the chat. Jesus has all power 
and it is available to all people. Let me slow down on this point because I want to make sure everybody gets this. Jesus has all power and his power is available to all people. Jesus has all power and it's available to all people. So let me talk about power. Let me talk about people. So as we're studying the miracles of Jesus, my prayer for you is that it is reminding you of the power of God. The power of God transcends human limitations. Like you have to believe in a God who can do all things. There's nothing, put in the chat, there's nothing God can't do. So when you're reminded that there's nothing God can't do, when we're going miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle, you have to be reminded that, that there are no limits in God, that there are no limits and no boundaries, that there's nothing God can't do. A deaf man with a speech impediment needed two breakthroughs, and he got two breakthroughs in one encounter with Jesus. He left with the ability to hear. He left with the ability to speak clearly. Why? Because there's nothing that God can't do. Sometimes we have to be reminded of God's limitless power. When you're dealing with a situation with your family, with your children, with your marriage, with your body, with your, with your self-esteem, dealing with thoughts of depression or suicide, or a family member who needs a breakthrough, a family member who's battling a sickness or disease, or your business is at the point of, of bankruptcy, whatever it is, you need to be reminded that God can do anything. You need to be reminded that God has limitless power, that there's nothing God can't do. Jesus's healing ministry was and is for for everyone, and it is for everyone everywhere. Now, let me talk about everybody. So he has all power and it's for all people. Jesus didn't just heal this deaf man and a mute man in Mark 7. He healed everybody everywhere he went. He healed men and women. He healed young and old. He healed people with physical disorders. He healed people that were bound and oppressed and, and, uh, and uh, possessed by demons. He healed everyone he, everywhere he went. And the same power is made available to us today. Let me slow down on this point. While Jesus was on the earth, he was primarily focused on the Jews. Yes, he healed the Syrophoenician woman's daughter. That was a one-off. He healed the Roman centurion servant. That was a one-off. Primarily, he was focused on the Jews. But now that he ascended up into heaven, he his power is made available to everyone, black or white, Hispanic or Asian, male or female, young or old, rich or poor, doesn't matter if you're a general or a private in the military, doesn't matter if you're a janitor or the CEO, the power of God is made available to all people. Not only is it limitless power, that's all power, but is available to everyone everywhere. And we need to remind people from time to time that everyone needs Jesus. I don't care who you are, how much money you have in your bank account. We all need Jesus. He has all power and he died for everyone everywhere. And so Jesus made himself available, his love, his power, his grace to everyone everywhere. And we must preach that everywhere we go. That's the gospel, my friends. And we are commanded to share it. We ought, we ought to let everyone everywhere know that Jesus died for them. He rose from the dead with all power in his hands, and he's coming back again in glory to judge the living and the dead and of his kingdom that will have no end. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this, declare this over your life on this Monday morning. Say, Father, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. I am open to your supernatural power like never before. I know your ways are above my ways. I know your thoughts are above my thoughts. That's why my heart is open to whatever you want to do and however you want to do it. You can do it to me 
or you can do it through me. <laughs> you could do it for me or you could do it by me. Whatever you want to do today, I am available to you. You are creative. You are dedicated. You are limitless. You are God. I am your child and I'm ready to be used of you to share your love and your power in this world. Jesus died for everyone, everywhere. And I get to tell that story everywhere I go. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me because I'm dedicated to being a conduit for you. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow I'm going to have another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you should go to today. You get my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Put this in the chat. Say, God is creative for me. We serve a God that is so creative that he will go out of his way to be a blessing to me and be a blessing through me. So do me a favor, two things. Uh, if this message was a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat and share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing Monday morning. Have an amazing day. I will see you tomorrow morning though at 7 a.m. Eastern. I love you. God loves you more. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program, and Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity, and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, we have several books and products on rickpina.co. These are products designed to help you grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have apparel there that will help you represent the grace life. Thank you so much for being a blessing to us. And we pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you. 